into the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Auburn wins the BCS National Championship. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Hashtag the return. Back by popular demand. I'll be honest, you, you guys are the only sports uh, sports talk show I listen to now. Then you're going really over there unless you expect I'm definitely going a shutout. Come on, come on. Steven, 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 Steven. Guys, are you ready? <laughs> Where Birmingham goes to talk football, this is Under Review. All right, here we go. Another week in the books, which means Under Review is back again. Cole, back again. Steven, and Tyler. Tyler back after being off last week. Steven, how are you doing today? Always good when I'm with you, Cole. Oh, Always I can't good. wait. We got we got a big week. The World Series, football, Thursday night football, tomorrow night. We've got a whole bunch going on. If you're listening to us live on Facebook, make sure you comment below or call the show if you want to be a part of the show. If you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, again, we appreciate you for Tune in and listen to us. Tune just, in. just talk about sports. Guys, let's get right to it. Let's get to our best and worst of the weekend, our champagne and whiskey. Steven, start us off. Who's popping bottles this week? Well, let me take out my gum because I did the like cardinal rule for <laughs> podcasting and radio. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Pete uh, Carroll. So, yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I want to hear uh, the audience. Yeah. <laughs> just sit the there whole, just, chomping, uh, <clears throat> just chomping the gum. <laughs> so my champagne is going to actually be LeBron haters. They're going to they're gonna drink some champagne. Really? Do you have any guesses why? Well, he, Without one, he's, he's hurt. He, he he's hurt, cheat. I believe. He is hurt. He's hurt, but he also has not played particularly well, I don't think. Eh, he's so. played pretty good when he's healthy. First game, first game. Yeah. Any other what? guesses? I, I actually don't. <laughs> this, this, this is this is blowing me away. Right, Champagne so gonna, for the I'm gonna, LeBron Hayes? I'm going to butcher this uh, this name, but Hyung Dong Hayuk, Ooh. if you don't know okay. that name, it's the creator of Squid Game. Uh, he he roasted LeBron. Oh, I saw, okay, I did after, see this. I did after see LeBron this, yeah. said he doesn't like the ending of Squid Game, uh, he basically said, uh, "Well, why don't you make your own ending?" And then he asked, wow. uh, "Well, have you seen Space Jam 2? It's nothing." To, Holy uh, cow! Just right completely just roasted. So him. yeah, just roasted LeBron. So if you're a LeBron wow. hater, if you're a LeBron hater, you can bring that up. You know, now that uh, a uh, director so you can, has so you can put that as another dock towards another LeBron. Another dock. Uh, and then, not only can you not close in some games, but oh, your your movie sucks. And then as Cole mentioned, ever since then, I just want to point out, like since this happened, he's, he's missed been two out. games. He's missed two, two games. games in a row. He's gonna miss so, tonight too, right? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Two yeah, games. Two this games. is the second game. So yeah. is it is it something that he said? You know, is he just scared to play now because of the Squid Game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have actually haven't watched the show, by the way, so I don't know if. Uh, I mean, I've seen most of it. So has that been a, a topic on the slow burn? It has been a topic. It has been? Shout out slow burn pod. Shout out yeah. to the slow burn pod. Slow burn pod. It has. It was last week's. Okay. You know. Okay. I haven't bought into the hype and actually watched the show, so I I, I can't give an opinion. Well, you about need to go Squid look Game, at the slow. So. Another shout out slow burn Instagram. We we made like ten memes. So okay. All right. Yeah. Tyler, are you a Squid Games guy? I haven't seen it yet, but I've I've been wanting to watch it. I just can't get with the subtitles. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of, list, of having to read subtitles. As long as you don't, don't think you I can't do the dubbed. It. Just don't do the dubbed. Okay, so 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 LeBron haters are popping champagne popping because of the Squid Game guy going then, after him. And who's, then who's sipping whiskey? Sipping for you? whiskey. It's gonna be Charlie Morton. And uh, oh, we, we talked about it before the show and everything oh. like that. I might have stolen one of y'all's as well. No, uh, but, but he, that is that is he probably is. He pitched Game One of the World Series, which was last night. Uh, tonight it is going to be Max Freed on the mound. But Charlie Morton ended up pitching. I think it was two and two thirds innings because I don't yes. even think he made it. He, he went. He went a good. Uh, he did a good while. But... He did, and he ended up uh, in the inning before uh, getting hit by a right. pitch, uh, yeah. which ended up breaking his fibula. And then I don't even think he really noticed it until. Um, 
is the second the the last out or the second to last out in the third inning. He kind of landed funny, and it turns out he broke his fibula. Just an unfortunate injury. For it's pretty the crazy. We'll, we'll talk about it later in the show. Pretty crazy too. He pitched. Unfortunate. He for pitched him. sixteen. He had sixteen pitches between right. when it actually broke and when mm-hmm. he stopped pitching, and then he said, "Sorry, I couldn't do more." <laughs> sixteen Insane. pitches with a broken leg, and was like, mm, "Sorry, I didn't do more." So that's he. He's sipping a little. Or Braves fans, I guess, are probably sipping whiskey. The, they're it, definitely sipping whiskey it goes after that because than, uh, I mean, you get a win, but it almost feels like almost a loss because you lose one of your best aces. Yeah. It's, it's a for bitter, the rest of the it's series. a bittersweet, so. uh, bittersweet win. So. Absolutely, Tyler. Well, who's popping champagne for you this week? So this this past weekend, I'm going with the Manning broadcast was back. Oh this past my! Monday, God. Is, is that one of the? Is that not one of the best things ESPN's ever put? Like oh yeah, broadcast. for sure. I, I, mean, I feel like so they've great. tried to do so many different things similar to it, and it's never worked out this this good never, for them. Never. They're they're great. Whoever's idea it was needs a raise. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just I'm upset they didn't uh, broadcast the Ole Miss Tennessee game. You know, have and, like Peyton do play by play and Eli. Wasn't do, uh, Eli the color? one who like challenged Peyton to he do did. it? And well, Peyton just he challenged. Like, I think he challenged uh, Peyton to do it, and then he also just made a bet to him on Twitter that they would wear the jersey, and so that's why Peyton had to put an old Miss jersey on for uh, part of the broadcast. That was great. That was perfect. Awesome. We need perfect to uncensor stuff. these guys, too, because that's what, the second week in a row? You know, they took a little hiatus. But, oh, uh, did, you, did y'all see the Marshawn thing? Yeah, yeah, oh, my gosh, that Marshawn. <laughs> oh, my. That was so funny. You, and, and then and then Tom Brady joined the broadcast. It was so great, too. Yes, yes. It was just great. It was great. It was, it was a lot of lot of good stuff. All in all, it's a great it's a great yeah. production. They, they need to keep on. that going for sure. I yeah. agree. Absolutely. Definitely. So for the worst of the weekend, my Bears got pounded uh, <laughs> on Sunday against Tom Brady yep. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Yeah, so they, they did not a, look good. They Justin, took a beating. Justin Fields didn't look good. Was that and animal cruelty? Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> that was animal cruelty. That's good. That's good. Yeah, no, I think Bears fans as well as Tyler are definitely sipping whiskey after Sunday. That was a brutal loss. My, my pop in bottles this week is Kenny Pickett. The quarterback for Pittsburgh, not, not probably going to win the Heisman, Steve. That's a, that's we won't go bad, that far. I will say that's a bad name for a quarterback. I, yeah, I know. Pickett's Pickett, not yeah, a, you, you probably That's very easy. If and he speaking an of interception. Picks, he doesn't throw many. He doesn't. 23 touchdowns really this year to one interception. He leads the country, the best touchdown-interception ratio right now. And he hands Clemson their first Third, they're like their first loss by ten or plus points since 2014. Was the last time wow. they lost by that much. So we'll talk pop. a little bit more about that we later are, on in the we show. We're gonna pop. Yeah, free, we're gonna pop right? some champagne we're later in the show too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, that was all I had about the defense. I think that the offense looked a little bit better. Surprise! I mean, each week they sit, they they get you better. Know, they get better. Uh, I think uh, Bryce Young running the ball is gonna really open up. He's he's getting to the point where he's more comfortable running because you've seen him in weeks past where he. He thinks about running, but then he's always looking downfield, which is what you want in your quarterback. Right. But he's getting more comfortable actually taking those 10 to 15 mm-hmm. yard runs and chunk plays instead of looking always to get just a 20 yard pass. I know that Tyler, st- you know, kind of keeps up with the odds and whatnot. Tyler, would you say that Bryce Young is now the the odds on favorite to win the Heisman at this point? I definitely think so. I mean, you mentioned Kenny Pickett earlier. He's kind of moved up there, and then you have Matt Corral as kind of the people that are trailing him right now. But I mean, who else are you gonna put up there? Right I, I, I think the biggest thing for both Bryce Young and Matt Corral is the games in front of you. Do you have enough left where you can kind of impress the voters? And I think maybe Bryce Young probably has a better chance to impress voters, especially if he has a big game 
let's say, against Georgia in the SEC championship game, I think that could definitely win him the Heisman. And, and going back to the Tennessee game, if you take away the two blunder plays, Stephen, obviously the two big pass plays in that punt block, Alabama gives up probably less than 200 yards of total offense. And this is probably a game that's not we're not even talking about even being remotely close. Tennessee made some big plays, obviously, and they made the plays that counted. But 15 of 20 on third down was Alabama, and Tennessee was 2 of 12 on third down. Yeah. They converted it was, two third downs. It was big plays. They could they, not sustain drives at yeah. all. They, the, it was pretty much those two big plays, and that was it. It was big plays. Was like I nothing, said, I don't have a lot to else. say about the defense. I think the defense played overall well, and that the offense ended up you know, putting it to them late. It was just like, again, it was one of those things where – a a saving offense or a team. Your argument really is that they would have put it away in the first second quarter. They would have put it away in the first quarter. And now Tennessee is better this year than they have have been been, as well. Their offense especially. Uh, But yeah, that was really the only thing. The other thing uh, note I had is that Alabama typically, especially from last year, you know, everything's going to be compared to that 2020 team, which is arguably the greatest offense of all time. So it's so hard to compare. I mean, they had six players go in the first and second round, the NFL draft, no doubt that amount of talent is obviously going to, you can't really equal up to that, but surprisingly, they have not been efficient on the 20-plus yard throws down the field. It's really been only Jamison Williams for Bryce Young, and I believe he's like, I saw the stat. It's like he's like four for 13 throwing Jamison Williams, and then he's like three for 17 throwing to everybody else. And I think that's a big field. credit to, first of all, guys dropping passes, and second yeah. of all, I mean, you could see against Tennessee on Saturday, there were a couple of times nobody was open. Yeah, they they were running some routes and they were just they weren't crisp. They they were they weren't getting out of their breaks very fast. It just did not seem like the receivers were open. It seemed like Jameson was open on a few times down deep, and Mechie obviously found the underneath routes. But other than that, there was not a lot. And again, and again, you run into the like we're going to be comparing to the 2020 team for forever. But you run in also to the fact that there's not a Devontae Smith, there's not a a Henry Ruggs, there's not a Jalen Waddle on this team. Kind of spoiled with your receivers as far as last few seasons. Again, what are you supposed to? I mean, those are first round picks. Those are first overall wide receivers. Those are starting receivers in the NFL right now. Yeah, (laughs) so it's it's kind of a spoiled thing. But other than that, I mean, obviously a good game. They they crushed Tennessee late. The again, the score doesn't really equal out how the game actually played out. But, right. but Alabama moves on, and they smoke cigars. In on a the bye stadium. week this week, as Auburn was last week, so nothing to talk about Auburn. We'll talk about their game this week against Ole Miss coming up. But UAB did play this week, and they lost homecoming against Rice and a rather rough loss. This was a very big loss for UAB because this now it turns into a point where UAB now has to win out every game in order to get back to the conference championship. They because did. now every game is a must-win because you have – Texas San Antonio, who's still sitting there with no losses. I know. UTSA and UTEP play, I think, they play next weekend. uh, Texas San Antonio and UAB? No, No, UTEP. UTEP, UTEP, I think. Because UTEP's 6-1. I think UTSA, I think, think, yeah, I think they play next week. I think that's next next Mm -hmm. week. So that could at least, you know, make them maybe not undefeated. So that would be nice. Maybe. But But, but this was a huge (laughs) and a shocking loss. UAB was a heavy favorite in this game. Probably the better football team, too. Uh, Oh, it was a huge line. Tyler, I'm I'm trying to look it up I actually think it was more than 16.5. Was it 23 or 16? Yeah, on some books it was 16, and it was 16.5 on probably the majority. So you're right. I have it written oh, down. Man. It was they were 23 point favorites when we talked on the show last. So they moved yeah. down then, last Wednesday. It must have moved down. But yeah, I mean, if you're let's so let's go with the 16 because that's what it moved down to. If you're 16 point favorites, it's homecoming, and you're wearing the children's names on the back of your jerseys. 
You can't. First of all, you can't lose that game. Second of all, yeah. you, you don't cover cover the spread. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was it was a tough loss. UAB was two of nine on third down, ten penalties, an interception, and a fumble lost. I mean, mm. you played probably as just poor as you possibly could. So let's talk about game. those penalties for a second. UAB is actually the most penalized team in all of college football. All, you know of college all, football? Of, all of college football. They give up 93, wow. 93 yards a game. A game in penalties. Oh, my gosh. They, over that is the not season, like a Bill Clark team. I either. know. Over the season, it's 732 yards so far in oh, penalties. Wow. No, that, the next is Toledo with 681. So they're almost, they're like. Now, this game was not on point, TV, but I do more. believe. Was there, not, was there not a. It was ESPN Plus, yeah. So, so the, the, the late touchdown that UAB didn't score, but was, there, it's a holding was it a holding penalty? penalty? Mm. And it was Go a holding. Figure. So that was I say Go that's figure. a that's a uh, chance to win the game, and they uh, holding and penalty, penalty called back. So UAB <laughs> kind of licking the wounds from this loss and trying to pick up the pieces. We'll talk about their game. And the, the defense a, was just uncharacteristic. Too. Right, they missed tackles and assignments. A bye week's was, much needed for UAB this week. Much needed, especially like because Coach Clark. You look at his you know tenure at UAB, especially. I mean, he's a defensive guy. Like mm-hmm. their offense necessarily hasn't always necessarily produced much at all. But this year, their offense is at least producing some. Want, yeah. and their defense is is not again it's it's missed tackles it's missed assignments it's guys that are open like wide open not you know just yeah. covered and then there's a great this throw was very unlike a uab bill clark coach <sighs> and rice team. is not so good not, and right rice yeah, that's is not good. we talked about it last week rice is a very poor team giving up four more than 40 points per game barely scoring around 20 points per game this was not a good rice team so not a good loss for uab but nonetheless the season is not just washed all completely they're still a chance for them to control their own destiny. They play both UTEP and Texas San Antonio and can control their own destiny to get they can, back to the conference If they win out, they can go to the conference championship. Exactly. I just, you but, lose to Rice, and then it does not feel good. Yes, it <laughs> does going. not leave confidence no. for UAB moving forward. And see, this forward, is kind of what so. I was talking about in the in the game before. You know, they ended up uh, covering, and, and uh, who did they play the weekend before? Uh, that was Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Southern Miss. They covered and, and waxed Southern oh, Miss. Oh, yeah, yeah they, so, well, you waxed Southern Miss. But I yeah, talked about it because I... confident going into the Rice game that you were going to do the, pretty much the, the same spread, thing. I think the spread was like 23 for Southern it Miss was. as well. yeah. And I said they wouldn't cover because I said they typically play down to their competition. And they did this week I figured they home. might, but right. I don't know. Again, you the homecoming... You figured homecoming and at home. The children's game, the, too. The children's game. Yeah. You just figured this you would be... You can't lose the children's game. This would be just a huge outcoming for UAB and... Bad, really, bad the, stuff. the defense did not play particularly bad. It was just the mistakes that you made on offense and the penalties just killed you. And they it turned over. Drives. I mean, the turnovers killed them, obviously, especially timely ones. They like to have not not just turnovers. They like to have timely turnovers. In other <sighs> words, the yeah. worst possible times. Worst for a situation turnover. possible. For you and then, yeah, like like you said, it's not that the defense played bad overall. They had some sacks. They had some good plays. It was just that you know they it, the mistakes they made were large ones, not yeah. small ones. So so UAB heads into the bye week and trying to pick up the pieces for next week. Oh, while we're still on UAB, we can bring up a good UAB stat. Uh, a good UAB stat? Bring up the, is, is, bring so there, it was there a good UAB stat from that game, <laughs> really? Well, not from this game. Not from this, just uh, in general. Obviously, we, we didn't talk about it uh, last week, but they officially announced they're joining the AAC. So oh, UAB is joining I, the AAC. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, uh, I forgot. We didn't even talk about we this We did not talk week. about that. We didn't but talk hey, about it. AAC, along with, I think, five, four or five yes. other uh So UAB will teams. actually play three teams starting that year. That are named the Owls. They'll have yeah, FAU, yeah. Rice, and exactly. the uh, Temple Owls. I just wanted to bring up conference. that, you know, we're doom and gloom right now because they just lost to Rice. But I just wanted to bring up their stats overall uh, from since they since they brought football back. I believe that was in 2017? 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are, they, a lot, some of these are going to change a little bit because they just lost to Rice. So they are 39 and 19 overall. 
They are 27 and 8 versus Conference USA. They are 20 and 3 versus Conference USA West Division. They are 22 and 3 now in Birmingham. They are three-time divisional champs and two-time Conference USA champs since 2018. It's, it's, it's been a great run since you know the rebirth of the program. And but, then the, the, and, obviously not Conference USA uh, in 23. That's right. when they're moving. So and then they'll move to the American Athletic Conference. Well, they'll have huge games. We bring back the Memphis rivalry. That will be great for, the, for SMU UAB. in there. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be great. It'll be a great Fantastic. move for UAB. Good more, stuff. More money for the program. More b- some bigger games. I can't wait either. I'm so, ready. Better deal. Better TV deal too. Speaking of TV deals, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a game that might not be on people that thought would be watchable would be Illinois and Penn State. Uh, nine overtimes, Stephen. I, I, I didn't what watch was the, this was game, the record but six before, correct? I, I, I guess it was LSU and Texas A and M was or well, six, they, six or it seven. It was a few games because I think it was an Arkansas game like two years ago, and then it was yeah. LSU Ole Miss last yeah, year. Yeah, I think right? you're right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, six overtimes, and then they obviously put in the rule this past offseason to prevent six overtimes from happening and again. And I forgot about the rule about the two point mm, conversion rule. I think until was, this game was I think played it's after. Two overtimes, if I'm right. Is it two or three? It's two or three. Okay. I, I don't I, I remember, remember which the one rule. it is. Uh, but yeah, after two or three, you start doing two point conversions back and forth instead of yeah. having to just kick field goals and stuff like that. But then <laughs> this was one of those. I mean, one of those. This was a, a, the only time I can think of that a game goes to this many overtimes, and it's a bad game. <laughs> it was. Oh, it was awful. You, you had you had them combined for what? Thirty six points. Thirty eight points. Yeah. Can you believe and nine if overtimes? You're, if you're betting this game and you bet the over, how how like how mad are you? How, <laughs> if, nine if over, if especially if you didn't watch it and then you yeah, just see you, like you bet the over. Illinois. You look at the ESPN app. You're like, oh, nine overtimes. Yeah. Let's go. Illinois wins the nine well, overtimes. What? what? How did that happen? Yeah, exactly. No, it's. I think so. Obviously, insane. nine overtimes is crazy. The game went on forever. Never. It was the never the game that never wanted to end because neither team wanted to score. They just didn't want to score. It was it was painful to watch at times. I honestly, so I don't know if we didn't talk about this last week. I think it happened after the show. But do you see the quote that Brett Bielma had? No, about about the, the roster, about the team. No, yeah, you didn't see that. So he basically said, uh, "I don't, I don't know the exact quote." So I'm summarizing here. You're paraphrasing he, a little bit. Yeah, paraphrasing. He he essentially said that nobody on our roster is good at all. Uh, these are not my guys. These are I did not recruit these guys. There's not one person <laughs> wow. on the uh, there's not one person on the offensive line right now that is startable. That wow. was, and he said, okay. I, he All said, right. I, I know that I've been coaching long enough that you need to have the right players. Well, in place apparently that was motivation to the players because <laughs> I don't, they so go I wrote out and down, beat Penn State. So. That's, that's why I wrote this down is I cannot believe Illinois after Brett Bielema, because you would think that some, like maybe there will, if he's phrased it differently, I'd be like, okay, he's motivating. Right. Right. He right. did not phrase it. it it was no the way, it was exactly the way that it, it was the way i said he phrased it in a way that there was, was no offensive. Yeah. there was no <laughs> so, like censoring that at all cannot, it was completely I am, i'm amazed they played for him like they actually went out and like participated and boy did they and penn state has just really been unraveling ever since they they took that loss to iowa sean clifford actually played in this game as i say cole i was wrong i was wrong i said I, penn state would be better if sean we, clifford we played that. I, yeah. I, I just assumed that with sean clifford but, back penn state would look better penn but, state's O-line is bad it, it is bad it's it's it one of those things where they they were up 10 i think they were up 10 to nothing oh yeah so they're right. up penn state's up 10 to nothing they get very conservative like i'm talking about halfback dives up the middle like all the time very they were running manila offense very right. manila they were able to run a little bit on illinois before but they just said all right we're, we were up 10 to nothing let's just let our defense win this game and get out of this game right but obviously they get so conservative that then when they have to get in passing situations their pass blocking 
is abysmal. They could not. There was blitzes that they just didn't pick up. There was uh, they would rush four and they would get home to Sean Clifford. He's running for his life. He looked like Bo Nix. He looked like Bo Nix is running like just as soon as he gets the ball, has the backup and starts. And Sean Clifford's no Bo Nix as far as athleticism goes. So. Uh, well, Sean Clifford's pretty athletic, but not as athletic as no. Bo Nix, obviously. But yeah, that was that was just really bad. Did you bad. see how many rushing yards Illinois had in this game? I did not. What was it? Three hundred and fifty-seven yards on the ground for wow. Carolina. It was. I did notice Penn State's defense. It was actually supposed to be. You know, I guess pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, I you don't give know if up you, that many yards on the ground. I don't know how much of this game you watch. I did notice as the game went on, it was Penn State was stuffing Illinois like early in the game. Yeah. That Illinois couldn't do anything. But as the game kind of went on, it seemed that and Illinois. That's just, how Brett Bilma's offense is built. He's they are a, a team that kind of <laughs> leans on you for a few quarters and just slowly tries to break you and down. Just, and uh, they they got worn out. They couldn't they couldn't get any pushback. And they just got worn out. And somehow Illinois. kept the game close and took it to nine overtimes yeah. and, and won the game. Can, can you imagine? Imagine not only you, you come up to your offensive corner and say, "All right, we need one good play. We get one play here in this next overtime." But you had, but you come to him and you do that four or five times in a row. Hey, we need one of your best plays from the two yard line. What do they you got? Only did, what do you got for us? All right, us? so I believe I believe it was ten to ten when they went to overtime. Correct? They both kick oh, a field goal. I, I'm not sure. Was it? 10 I'm pretty to 10? sure they both kick a field goal uh, in the in the first it was overtime. That bad of a it game. It was that bad. <laughs> They both kick a field goal God. in the first two overtimes, so it's sixteen oh, to sixteen. Man. And then I think that that then they both converted. Uh, there was two one. Point obviously, there was one overtime where they both converted their their. And then two they points. both converted uh, to uh, in one of the over. I think it was the like sixth, sixth overtime they ended up converting. They both converted. They, they went two or three where neither one of them did they anything. They both, both converted, and then obviously uh, Illinois converts in the ninth overtime. Oh, just Penn State misses uh, their guy, and, and uh, then Penn State converts. Crazy game, it was like, but just a boring crazy game. It's like, it's like one of those games where it's like, wow, it's crazy when it's nine overtimes, but wow, I'm so glad I didn't watch it because it was just not interesting at all. <laughs> it was all. bad so, weather, too. I think so, it was raining. Yeah, I think it was, too. Yeah. There, there was a, a few showers throughout the, the, the country last Saturday, so there was a positive possibility of that for sure and <laughs> throughout the country yeah yeah, yeah. Penn, penn state penn state just i mean they, they just suffer tremendously and this loss is going to hurt them in the long run and i i don't see them they have ohio state this week we'll talk about that game here shortly but that just spells all kinds of trouble for that team as as the buckeyes look like they're playing their best football and penn state might be playing possibly Again, their so worst i do want to i do want to so. bring this up is james franklin too distracted no so no. he just hired i don't know if you saw this just no. hired jimmy sexton as his uh, new Jimmy Sexton, as we know, is his the, new agent. Is, yeah, his new agent. Uh, Jimmy Sexton, as we know, represents Jimbo. Right. So uh, Jimmy Sexton is one of those guys you go out and hire if you want either a lot of money or you're looking for a new job long term somewhere. I mean, that's that's highly and then, coincidental. And I, I don't will know if say. you saw. I don't know if you saw James Franklin's quote. I believe it was yesterday or two days ago. He basically comes out and says. Uh, they're asking him, I think they're asking you about USC job or, or his hiring of Jimmy Sexton. And then he says, look, we're, this is after the Illinois game. He said, look, we're just right now. We're just focused on Illinois. You're not playing Illinois this week. Right now we're just focused on Illinois. And then we're getting ready to play in the big house. You're playing in the shoe. You're playing Ohio State. Just You're not, not playing just, Michigan. just not giving the very good answers there. And so not, I, think was a little distracted. Um, I think he's a little distracted. I think that, that he is distracted. I, I don't know if he's distracted, but the team definitely was distracted because they did not play well. So, but they better get ready because they have a football team to play on Saturday when they, they have to do. go to Columbus. And we'll so. talk about that later. But moving on, we can talk about some close wins for some teams that uh, shouldn't yeah. have had close wins. Uh, let's start with Cincinnati. 
Cincinnati ends the up darling the, of, of the this darling. Year. Everybody wants them to make the playoffs, but I think Cole that they're going to have to put up a little bit more style points on teams like Navy, who I think was one in six going into this game, uh, which now makes them one in seven, obviously. But they uh, only win by was it twenty seven to twenty? Twenty seven to twenty. Score? Yeah, yeah. twenty seven to twenty. Desmond Ritter played so bad. Yeah, he, he, he played play so bad. I think and that, I think that hurt th- his Heisman chances. Big time I think, when he played on Saturday. I think that. I think that another thing is their defense didn't show up like it typically does. Like you saw them play against Notre Dame. You saw I, them I play agree. against uh, you know Indiana, a little bit better yeah. opponents. And then I also think that maybe they're getting bored. Maybe, but now, I, I will say this. I'm pretty hard on Cincinnati because I'm, I'm with you. They they should be beating this team. If they want to make the play, they should be beating them by multiple scores. But I'm going to go ahead and give them a pass on this game because that triple option for Navy is hard to prepare for. It's really hard to duplicate that during, during practice at times. So I, I'm not going to say that maybe they should get a pass for the way they performed on offense and as a total for a team. But the defense giving up 20 points, I can forgive that because it is hard to prepare for it, that offense. It, it is, but I mean – and I, I kind of I want to forgive the media is not going to and also no, the, they're going to kill them. And also they're going to the kill them for sure. Playoff committee is probably not going to. No, they're gonna, not going to take a liking to that. Exactly, no. but I think that you know you see teams like Georgia and Alabama and Oklahoma and uh, you know Ohio State and Clemson. Well, they don't, don't, don't talk. About, don't say Oklahoma because. Well, I know we're going to talk about them too. <laughs> but you see, you see these teams though they yeah. end up having one or two games against an opponent where an inferior opponent where. They play a little bit down to them, so it's normal even for a really good team that makes the playoffs right. year to yeah. year. You can't forget that Cincinnati is also they're a really good team. They're not, they're not it's above okay. That. It's okay yeah. if you have one okay. one down game and it's still a win. A W is a W, but again, I think they need to put it up a little bit more. It was scary though there for a minute with Cincinnati because they were trailing in that game. So you kept on thinking to yourself, "Wow, if this is the game they drop, I mean." That would be really no bad. shot. Be really no that, shot. Well, Cincinnati can't drop a game. No, they, no, they can't. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no more yeah. losable game. But I think point. they need to put up some style points. Luckily, they have Tulane uh, next week, who is one in six this they year. They still have to play SMU, don't they? They and do. They play SMU. They yeah. do. SMU, I think, is at the end of the year. It is. Maybe, 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 the maybe their last the test of it's the, the season. It's either the possibly. last game or the game before, and then obviously they play the AAC championship. But I don't know how the divisions are in the AAC. I'm, I'm sadly not. I think SMU up. and Cincinnati are actually on the same side. They are. That, so that'll probably it, decide so. who goes to the championship I so. there. Um, I think so. But I, SMU might. Like I said, I think that's, SMU the, I think that's the last test. If SMU because SMU is undefeated, if they SMU, are they're undefeated too. SMU plays Houston this week, and then if but they, they beat, haven't played the schedule that Cincinnati's. They played, haven't. Though. They didn't play Notre Dame. Wise. They didn't play so Notre Dame. But then I, Cincinnati beats Notre Dame. SMU beats Cincinnati. SMU, SMU is better than Notre Dame. Is that is that is that the follow is that the, the trail, uh, Cole? Follow the trail. <laughs> okay. Well, if that's the case, then uh, I, I guess you could say that Texas A&M beats Alabama. Then that must mean that there's a few teams that are probably better than Alabama. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. Cole, All right. Follow dude. the trail. Okay. Well, speaking of other teams that struggled, <laughs> Oklahoma struggles against Kansas. Oof. It was ten to nothing at halftime. This was a very strange, weird game. Did you guys see that play where Caleb Williams literally takes the ball out of the running yes. back's hands? Yes. And yeah. He got the first, first down because down of it, though. and pretty much sealed okay. the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, he had to. So I gotta say, I'm confused, guys. Is that a legal play if you take Did, the ball? Yeah, it's can like you a lateral. do that? Yeah, yeah it's literally it's like a lateral. So he was behind the line of scrimmage. So that's what makes it. No, you uh, could do that. I think you could do that no matter where you are in the field. 
But he but he was standing in front of him, so it's like a it's a forward pass essentially. Yeah, but he doesn't actually pass it. That's a good question because it's not a pass. I, I, I think but that I is think a it's gray like a fumble. area in that rule. But I think it's like a fumble because it, of a, yeah. if the defense, which I mean, the defense could take the ball at any. Well, point, you're right because he didn't actually give it to him. Caleb Williams actually goes and rips, rips it out, out of his that's running back's hands. I guess that's a good point. It, it technically wasn't. I think it was you know, a fumble. Pass. He actually they don't, just took it from. I was gonna say it wasn't a lateral. He didn't like pitch or anything. It was literally just Caleb Williams grabbing the ball. Very weird. What a heads up play because that was a fourth down. Was it? It was they, a they fourth down. It, it was like it fourth going. down that and was... one, and he he uh, ended up converting it off of that. Huge, very play. weird. And they can't get there. Like Oklahoma's offense, like what? It, at times it looks so good, and then at times you're just like, what are they doing? I mean, it was at Kansas. This is Kansas. Zero points scored in the first half, and you score zero points. I mean, luckily zero. they ended up. I think they outscored them thirty-three to thirteen in oh, the yeah, second yeah. half. No, just but, they, they blew them away thirty-five to twenty-three after that. It was it was what? just not even close. But what? <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't make sense of this Oklahoma team. I can't figure them out. I I don't know if they're actually good or Let's if say, they're they just good you know they, what, just getting by. But you know they oh, they win what, games. Lincoln Riley always seems to do this too. He always seems to find one opponent, whether it be a Big Twelve opponent or, or what, that he just is like, you know what? Has this all week, their games been one possession except for one game? Have they have they won all no, their games they, by one the possession? Second game they won like seventy to like three. It was crazy. And then they I think what was it last week? They won a game. They won pretty well, right? I, I think they beat TCU by a couple of scores yeah, too. So but that, I mean, was, that was at least two. I mean, but yeah, games, most of them are very. Most close. of the games have been in doubt by at least the third or fourth quarter. <laughs> Still, I mean, they, they see, just pull away late. This is hilarious. Did you see uh, Lincoln Riley had to uh, defend himself? I think it was like a media day for probably one of their press conferences. You know that they do. He basically had to go and defend uh, Oklahoma to the media and fans, like saying, "Like everybody, just calm down. Like you know, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this." Oklahoma's eight now. And he had to. Why should uh, you be having to defend your team if you're undefeated, he's having, right? He's having to apologize that's and how, like man, defend his job and I'm, everything. I'm just saying that's how harsh. He's eight now. He's that's eight how now. harsh they're being right now towards this team because they have just looked just not like that's, Oklahoma teams have passed. I agree. Well, yes and no because. Oklahoma, like I said, this is just a Lincoln Riley thing of where even when it's Kyler Murray playing or Baker Mayfield playing, which that wasn't really Lincoln Riley or, Jalen, or Hurts, right. Jalen Hurts, you know, these Oklahoma teams that are going to the playoffs, they always find one game where they're like, we're going to lose. Well, they found play. several this year. That's what year, I'm saying. So. And, but they've won them all. There ain't no. I, so. I get that, but that, that ain't no record is... <laughs> It's it's a fishy one. It's there though. It's a fishy. It's but there, you're right. Though. You're right. They and they do. Again, uh, he's apologizing for being a no. Speaking of a team that is surviving, Oregon survives UCLA. I picked UCLA last week because I figured they'd play well, and they did. UCLA did play a great game, and they at one point I thought they were going to go win the game because Anthony Brown throws back to back interceptions and puts Oregon in a bind where UCLA has a chance to take the lead potentially. But Oregon survives as bad as they've played. They are, they remain with just the one loss, and. You know, to your point last week, Stephen, this Oregon team, if they run the table, they stand a good chance of getting in the playoff. If if they just withstand the Pac-12 and not let it beat up on them and just keep winning, with this murky playoff field, which we don't know how it's going to shake up in all this, the grand scheme of things, they still have arguably the best win in college football right now to make up for that one loss, I think. That's very so true. I, I mean, I think you're right. I think as long as they continue to win out, regardless of how bad the win may look and how bad they may play, I was say, if they run the table, they're, they're going to get in. Oregon's doing the thing that... Or Oklahoma, stand a good chance to get say, in. Oregon's doing the thing that Oklahoma's doing. They're just playing every game as close as possible. Uh, listen to this. Travis Dye, the running back for Oregon, he had a rushing touchdown on four consecutive carries. 
Is he the one that doesn't wear gloves? I believe so. He he looks so weird. odd it's when weird he runs gloves, and it? he has yeah. his bare hands on that's it. A, I'm that's like, an FBS record though. Four <laughs> consecutive carries, touchdowns. I love it. How do you I, do that? He he's how, how did that happen? He, I didn't watch this game. He's but how not did that happen? big either. He's a small mm-hmm. running back. If it's if he's just let me make so sure. Fast. I mean, we're gonna say all this, and then it's not even gonna be Travis Dye we're talking about. But it, it, it's <laughs> just it's just so funny to me see guys not wearing gloves anymore playing it, playing running back. It's very weird when people don't have like you see all these players with you know armbands or whatever else yes. when they just don't have anything it has nothing on it is nothing it, it, it's so it funny with to your say. Head. it does you just think you like, think of a kicker that's the only one you think of that'll be doing that but it's like uh, right. uh you, there he is right yes there. that's travis die <laughs> he looks yes. so funny right? mean, what it, but so he's this just is ridiculous. his carries this is his carries and yards right 14 for 35 14 carries 35 yards four touchdowns ridiculous what, he only what hits the ball on the goal line i mean like is that i don't know he had his longest carry was six yards insane so he had but he had four consecutive carries so they gave it to him it's four a good times. thing that he was playing well because anthony brown maybe played his worst game as a ducks quarterback he did have two interceptions but you got to look at it 29 for 39 296 yards almost three almost 300 yards passing but Steven, he also ran through those two t- those two interceptions in the worst part of the game you're trying to put ucla away he also ran for 85 yards I, and a touchdown again I not a that. not a good game by any because those two interceptions and those two turnovers I mean, but he passed for 300 yards and then you run for another okay. 85. Okay. All right. Okay. So we'll, give him, we'll give him a pass. I'm sorry. We'll give him a pass. You're right. Well, speaking of a team that doesn't get a pass, they, they, they get a definite L. And I alluded to it in my, my whiskey. Oh, Kenneth Pickett. Oh, Kenneth Pickett, my champagne. He, he leads the Pittsburgh Pan, the Panzas of Pittsburgh Panzas. to a win over Clemson. And you asked in your rundown, Steve, you said, is this the end of the an era for Dabo? And I'm not going to say it's the end. But I will say that next year is a big year for Clemson. If you are a, if you're a Tiger fan, you are very weary of what happens next year because if you don't bounce back next year and have a really good season, I, I'm not talking national championship. I'm just talking about playoff contention, ACC championship, 10-win season. If you don't bounce back that way, your recruiting classes are going to start. Recruits, they pay attention. They want recruits. to go to they want to go to teams that are contending. The top recruits look at those contenders and say, "Who's going here?" And I think you have the recruiting rankings right there. Where, where's Clemson at? Twelfth in twelfth place. Yeah. So don't tell me that how they're many not consecutive looking. like top fives have they had? I'm not I, sure. I don't but. know if we've seen it, like fall off quite like this. To be Th- honest, this is this is insane. I mean, this is a uh, this is a Clemson team that for how many years made the playoffs? I mean, uh, I mean, well, we're talking about like a 10, ten year run. So twelfth on, on finishing yeah. in yeah. top ten at least on rivals. Yeah. They're twelfth on twenty four seven sports. They're tenth right now in, in uh, and normally recruiting. they're probably a top top five. six top, top five, five team. Top I mean, five. they're normally in the top the upper echelon of ranking as far as recruiting. That's what goes, I'm saying. So that's that was why my question is because this is not like. This is bad. Like, like obviously, Saban has had a couple down years. You look at 2019, he lost uh, two games. You look at 2010, they lost three games. You know, it's not unheard of. You know, obviously, he's but lost Alan two games But Alabama was still well. competitive in those games. That's what I'm saying. They Clemson, Clemson is they look anemic like this. I mean, Their this offense is... just cannot get it together. And then he even benched DJ Ugalele. Oh, look at that pronunciation, guys. DJ Ugalele. Hey, that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, right? That was pretty good. Uh, but he even benches him at one point. He ends up coming back in the game because their backup isn't any better, but he ends up benching him. And although they'll be favored, in probably all of their remaining games. I mean, guys, you have Wake Forest, who's still undefeated. You got Louisville yeah. and South Carolina on this schedule. They the only beat both of them. Well, now hang on, Stephen. Let me just, <laughs> let, me just let, me, let me just say this: the only game that you're guaranteed to win, South Carolina. 
No, it's UConn. <laughs> UConn. You still have to play UConn. Uh, that's South the, Carolina is pretty bad. South Carolina might be bad, but UConn's the probably the worst team in FBS. This team, so come on. Did uh, who won that? Was it was it them or Vandy who won? Uh, Vandy won. Vandy. Vandy. Yeah. So, so <laughs> UConn is definitely the worst team in college football and in, in UMass, Power Five. So. UMass beat UConn too, right? I think so. Yeah, because UMass they, was like oh for yeah. For. I, I think UMass is pretty bad too. But no, so so the only game that I will say that they, they are they sell Florida State too. They play Florida State this weekend. Listen to this: Clemson only one win, not one possession. Can you guess what game that was this year? South Can Carolina State. Uh, uh, before, before you cheat, I was going to tell yeah. you it's South Carolina State. Every game this year has been one possession. Wow! So don't tell me. I, I'm surprised they beat Syracuse. Honestly, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm not going to say that Florida State's going to beat them this week. I'm not going to say that Wake Forest, Louisville, or South Carolina is going to beat them. But I'm just saying that Clemson's going to put themselves in a position to lose every game because their offense just is a travesty. I, it I, is just not good. They it, cannot score. It's not. But it's one of those things where I think we talked about it with Texas A&M. We talked about it with who else did we mention on that list? Maybe it was Auburn. Maybe it was just Georgia. But it was one of those uh, things that they just have the athletes to match up. You got you know? the dudes. You so definitely, Clemson, I mean, Clemson, Clemson you definitely is have the in dudes. every right. single game they're going to play. They have the athletes. Now, if they put it together all in one, as we saw with Texas A&M playing Alabama, if you put it all together in one game, you can definitely win any game. So it's not that you can't you can't write them off of, of any game. And I still think that Brent Venables is a great coach. So you still I have, do too. You still have I a great defense. And I think still, Dabo is still a good coach, Dabo's too. Dabo is still a no, good there's coach. There's no doubt It's just your, your offense is kind of flailing a little bit here. Who Did they lose their offensive coordinator this past year, or was it just like a Trevor Lawrence thing? I, I, I can't. I, I do not know I don't keep up with that. I don't keep with Clemson's off-seasons usually, but I'm, I'm curious as to see – if uh, they have a I'm, new offensive corner this And, year. you know, this isn't one of those deals where I, I think the locker room has been lost for Dabo. I don't think that, you know, all of a sudden the players don't believe the message that he's preaching. I'm not sure that that's the case here. I, I just really think that Clemson is just in a rut as far as where the direction of the program is going. And they just – I think they hung their hat on DJU this past season and really yeah. thought he was going to be the guy. He's and really he just disappointed. Hasn't, and he just hasn't been the guy. So it was it was Jeff Scott and Elliott. Uh, what's his name? Tony Elliott. Tony Elliott mm-hmm. were uh, both the offense Co- coordinators, offense co-offense coordinator. coordinators, but uh, Jeff Scott the, accepted the coaching job at South Florida. So mm. now it's just so Tony maybe Elliott. maybe a little bit of not having that maybe an LSU other kind of guy. thing, you know, yeah, with the yeah. Joe Brady, with the uh, could you be. Know, that kind of way. Speaking could of be. the future of the program of the Clemson Tigers and Dabo, I mean, rumors were swirling around that LSU might try to go after him. Now, whether that oh, comes man. to fruition or not, well, they have such a huge buyout. Uh, since they gave him that, what did they give him the contract? Was that last year, two years ago? Last year, two years ago, yeah. Uh, it it shortly after they won the championship, so so it have to be it was 2019 they won mm-hmm. no 2018 2018, yeah, 2018. they won yeah so it had to be that year yeah they gave it mm-hmm. to him in 2019 and they, mm-hmm. he has a monster buyout it's a monster buyout I it's mean pretty well Edo also oh yeah I mean, Edo has a pretty big buyout too, he, so. he right currently before the buyout before LSU bought him out um he was the second highest paid coach in all of college football. Really? Can, can Coach yes. I thought Jimbo. Yeah. I saw that too. No, Jimbo. He's right Jimbo behind Nick Saban. That's crazy. Right Edo is right behind Nick Saban. Crazy. I need to get I his said, agent. That's that, that, that's insane. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, Tyler, because that that is insane that he was ahead of even a guy like Dabo. That's so, crazy. So Dabo and the Clemson Tigers, they they obviously lose their the first time double digits since 2014, and they are a three loss team for the first time since I can't remember the last time they lost three games. So last thing, crazy. last thing I'll state in college football, and then we can move on to the NFL. Uh, the previous week, uh, so we I brought up the stat. I believe it was like three weeks ago or something like that. It was the AP teams, AP top ten teams that have lost. So now with Iowa State beating Oklahoma State this past weekend, nine AP top ten teams. <laughs> 
have lost to unranked opponents. And you're going to add to that list too, because there's there's a few top ten matchups this week. So. Not, but these are unranked opponents that are beating the nine top. Oh, 10 that's teams. true. Nine that's true. have lost to unranked opponents. This is the most through the first eight weeks of the season since twenty nineteen. No. 2014? 2007. The year of chaos. The year of chaos. The year of chaos. Okay, gotcha. So everybody wanted a year of chaos this year. We're getting you it. Got it. We're getting, We're getting chaos. it. Speaking of, well, not speaking of chaos, because there was no chaos in this game. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, there's I, I chaos. Guess, I, well, this was I, chaos. Well, I guess it is the Falcons. Can, I guess chaos, chaos is... Did you watch this always game? happens. Did you see I, this game? I saw the highlights. I did not get to see the whole game. It, no. it was chaos. <laughs> it was, I, I guess That so. was a perfect description of it. The Dolphins made a really... Last minute effort to try well, the and Falcons, win the game. The Falcons kind of had this in hand, uh, especially in the first half. But the the Dolphins kind of came storming back there. Uh, Tua, whew, he he makes some plays where you're like, man, this is a good quarterback, and then he makes some other plays. Where you're like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. who yeah. did you see? Well, he it's, did that at Alabama too. That's true, he, but it, he it, did, it's, yeah. the, it's the Jameis Winston experience. Yeah. It's the wow. What oh, a throw. I don't know if he's the Jameis Winston experience. But it, you know what I'm saying? He's a whole other kind of ride. You yeah. get the wow. You get the wow. What a throw. And then you get the yeah. who are, who are okay, you well, looking at? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I get so, what you're uh, but yeah, Falcons survived the late scare. Uh, two ended up taking on two drives to like really get the game back in hand like late in the game. Uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, the still Falcons, so great. Matt Ryan still squeezing some is, greatness he out. Is, but there was, there was a point in the game. It was in late in the fourth quarter. And I believe the Falcons were up three. I believe no, they were, they were up by like six or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, uh, five or six. He it's a third and like ten. He has no chance of running it for the first down, <laughs> but he tucks it and tries to run, and he's not close. Like it's like he's gonna get hit like five yards. Somebody gets behind him and makes him fumble, and that's how the Dolphins end up scoring to make the Falcons have to go on a game-winning mm. drive. Ugh. Well, they had to be up six because then they ended up winning by two. Yeah, they were up yeah. by six, and yeah, so. Well, and then, they, of course, Matt Ryan leads another. The, the cardiac drive. Falcons, you know, they, they, they like to keep some games close. How about I mean, Kyle this Pitts, is, though? They're, oh, they finally decided they're going to use their first round. I was going to say, Matt Ryan, you know, finds over that 28 yard gain right there to close the game. Young Ho Is it Young, young Ho Koo? Is that his name? Young Ho Koo. Boots that 36 yard Young field Way, actually. But young Way? Young Way. Okay. But Young, young Ho Koo sounds much cooler. It does. It does. <laughs> young, way, young Way Koo wins young it for way the Koo. Falcons. This is now the four straight games for the Falcons decided by one possession. They won it's, three of those four. I'm telling you. We've they're the gone cardiac this, Falcons. We've I'm gone telling this you. so many times, though, but this is going right into my thing of they're going to do the thing. They're gonna go. They're gonna go seven and ten this year. Hey, they're gonna well, go eight well, nine. A good chance to win and be over 500, Stephen, this week. Who do they so, play? I, I believe it's the Panthers. The Panthers. Panthers. Yes. So a good chance the Panthers against, against bad Sam Darnold. So Again, hey. I'm telling you, they're going to go eight, nine, seven, and ten. And I'm back in the, the we're back in the thing of just be bad or be good. Pick one. You can't be. You're being both. And I don't want you to be both. I want you to pick one. Do it, and then so you can be really good. To another team that's kind of trending in a different direction, the Saints <laughs> survive the weirdest Monday night football game okay, that I've we skipped, seen. We skipped talking about. Oh no, 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 I see, I see, I see. Okay, never the, mind. One of the weirdest, mind. one of the weirdest <laughs> Monday me. night football. Yeah, I, I didn't skip. I read your rundown, Stephen. I read your rundown. Ignore me. I didn't uh-huh, read it. Apparently. Right. <laughs> so maybe you, you alluded to Jameis and, and you know kind of the experiment and whatnot. What a gross game. Maybe oh, oh the weather was awful. I mean, did you see the winds in that yeah. game? How, how they awful were. They it were was whipping. The what was the kicker for Wait, no, Seattle? Was it? Was it in Seattle? It was in Seattle. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Who, who, who's the kicker? Is that a uh, not Hauschka? Hauschka doesn't kick for them anymore. It's uh, Myers, I think. I think. I think he's the kicker. Yes. He yes. missed. Yes. He yes. missed yes. two field goals literally because the wind blew the ball so hard when he yeah. kicked it. It just took it away. 
And then they just, I mean, it, the, the win was definitely a factor this in the was, game. Both teams forgot and how to pass the ball. They, they really just, did. They forgot it, it, it was that bad. like passing exists it was in the NFL and that like you can pass the ball for, you know. This is, the Saints won because they have Alvin Kamara. Oh, no, no, no doubt. <laughs> Alvin was Kamara the, was the best was, receiver on the field. He, and he was the only and, person that on that field that, that you looked at. I guess you can look at DK Metcalf's like first reception in the first quarter or whatever. And goes away Nothing completely. Else. Nothing else saying. completely. That yeah. was the, that, like Alvin Kamara is the only down. one you can look at on that field and be like, hey, he plays for the NFL. Like this makes yeah. sense. You know, the rest of you like, are we sure? <laughs> no, Alvin Kamara, I, I'm, I, I was talking to a guy over the weekend. I said he might, when he calls it quits, he might be the all-time rushing leader and be top five in receptions and receiving for the Saints when he when he calls it a quits. I mean, seriously, that's, that's very he's, possible. He's number three right now behind Deuce McAllister and Marking for rushing. Deuce and he's, McAllister, and he's currently thirteenth on their all-time receiving list. Also, Cole, I don't know if you saw this. Speaking of the Saints and Mark Ingram, they traded back to get him. You know, are you serious? Recently, in this last hour, yep. Really? Wow! wow. That's who's their, awesome. Who's their backup? He, he right is now? actually he's actually the leading the uh, the leading rusher for uh, for the Saints right now. So he's so he's back. So Mark Ingram's back. So he's going to keep adding to his rushing. Who's list. there? Yeah. Who's uh, the Saints backup right now? Before that, uh, who, who is it? I'm. It's somebody. This who's is a cool question. I don't know. Fairly new. Um, I'm I'm actually drawing a blank, Stephen. I, I I do not know the answer to your question. He's not on the field a lot. That's mm-hmm. all I know. Alvin Kamara's on the field most of the time. So. Uh, this is, I mean, but this is a team that's, what does it say? We, <laughs> Alvin Kamara, that's great. I love that tweet. tweet. by Alvin Kamara. We're not going to read it, but, uh. Yeah, yeah, some was, explicit uh, great <laughs> language, but hey. But excited nonetheless, this team has got the, you know, the reigning champs. The Super Bowl champs are coming to New Orleans this week with Tom Brady and company coming to New Orleans. But, uh, you know, the ugly win, but the defense looks good. They played well and they won a game that was, you know, with the weather permitting, it was ugly. I'll, I'll be okay with this because I needed uh, the team I was playing in fantasy in one of my leagues had DK and uh, Marcus Calloway, and DK had that one catch didn't show up. I, I was like, oh, I lost because I needed. They needed like twenty combined points. Defense he locked him down after he that. He had that, and then nothing happened. And then Marcus Calloway just caught like two balls the whole game. So somehow skated by with a W in that. But you know. Hey, I'll take hopefully it. the offense can find their bearings a little bit better in the Superdome. Hopefully this next they learn week. how to pass the ball, and then hopefully Michael Thomas comes back. And but, then but you can you you talk about it. what a Jameis play where he drop literally drops the ball on the ground and then throws a touchdown pass. That is the Jameis Winston experience, experience. right that's there. That's the experience to a T. So another let's team talk about that's, another murder. Uh, yeah, <laughs> something that's not didn't quite go so well. The Bears get absolutely killed by the Bucks. Tyler alluded to it in his champagne and whiskey. Tyler, right. I'll let you take the floor on this one, man. I mean this. No words. Just the Bears just bad. Yeah, I mean, Justin Fields had four turnovers on the game. Five. Five, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was actually four turnovers in the first half. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It was five total. Which is is ridiculous. So So bad. I don't I don't know where they go from here. I mean, it kinda hurts they don't have David Montgomery, but Matt Nagy didn't coach that game either. either, Maybe that's what didn't no, he? I think he, he did. It was after. He did. It was literally the day after. Okay, yeah. gotcha. But, I mean, losing David Montgomery hurts bad. Khalil Herbert's done a great job. I was about to say, it, it's kind of strange for the Bears, though, because like they weren't able to run the ball at like the first game or two, and then they discovered that they had David Montgomery, and then they start running it, uh, getting a lot of yards. He gets like 300-yard games, gets hurt. And then you look at uh, – uh, Damian Williams had a great game. Yeah. He gets, I think he got COVID, right? Yeah, he he had a little. And then uh, and then Khalil Herbert has been running the ball. So the Bears have figured out yeah. how to run the ball. Now they they can just figure out how to pass he gets the, the ball, ball to uh, Darnell Moon. Where does Mooney this team go from? Here, though, Tyler, I don't know. I mean, 
I think it's just a done deal with Matt Nagy, you know, being yeah. done after the, after the season because what? rookie quarterback. I mean, you, we see this all the time with a franchise who has a bridge quarterback and a coach, and they want to you know integrate their rookie and you know have a head new head coach. They kind of want to move on mentor. at the same point. Exactly. Yeah. They need to they uh, need to move on from Nagy. They really just, need to move so on from too. Robert Pace. You too. have a quarterback yeah. that you can develop, and I think that this that obviously whatever Matt Nagy's trying to do, it's just not. It yeah. has not worked. So Honestly, far. I feel like they should have got rid of him last year and I, I really like robert slay for the jets um i think he's a great coach Sala? yeah okay no slay sala 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 pronunciation robert s-a-l-e-a no i know but Sala. i thought it was always pronounced slay sala Sala. but i liked him honestly i think he was a great defensive coordinator for the 49ers but also i mean that's in the past but i don't know who you go out and get now i don't know either you know i mean uh you could look at um what's the uh offensive coordinator for the cowboys kellen moore i mentioned that to jeff earlier that uh kellen moore he's young yeah i think he's like 32 he he would be the youngest guy but it would be in the same vein that you uh like sean mcveigh when he got hired uh cliff kingsbury or yeah, Cliff in uh, Arizona, and yeah. then um, Matt Lafleur in uh, Green Bay. Yeah. You go, you kind of go that, and Forty uh, ers coach. I'm blanking on so many names right now. What's his name? Kyle Shanahan. Thank you, yeah. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Oh, you, you said coach. I was like, oh yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Yes, gotcha, yes, gotcha. yes. Yeah. So if you go in the same vein of that, I mean, I would like that hire. If that, that's probably yeah. your best hire, especially with the way the uh, the Cowboys have looked this year. I think that would be who you go with. I got a stat for you for, uh, with Justin Fields: five turnovers. Yeah, that's the first five turnover game since who? In week seven of 2019, probably Jameis Winston, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, I figured. I figured <laughs> that the, uh, he, looked, he looked at me for a reason. Was that yeah, the uh, Sam I'm Darnold, seeing yeah. Ghost game that he played? I, 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 believe, it, yeah, I believe it was the was. Patriots. I'm probably it was. It's also the first five turnover game by Bears quarterback since Matt Barkley. Oh wow! In, uh, what a 2016. throwback that is! Wow, Matt Barkley. Yeah, mm. the Bears. Look bad, two eleven on third down, and they just seem they just look a team that's unraveling. Yeah, they got so the, cool. I can't they got, believe they got a hundred yards rushing and three points. Yeah, they only no, scored three points out of them. And ah, that's I also crazy. can't believe. So I uh, this goes back to fantasy again. But I did not play Khalil Herbert because Tampa Bay is like the number, number one, one defense, defense against rush, yep. against rushing. And I'm thinking like, there's no way. Like third string running back is not getting you know good yardage, and then he ends up getting he, he over a hundred, yeah. and then I think he was like their best receiver too. Yeah. He was like the only one that was catching anything. A lot of downfield so. passes, and they had the Niners, Steelers, and Ravens coming out the next three games. So tough Chocolate, stretch Chocolate for the Bears. Else. I mean, Chocolate the next sucks. winnable game the Bears have really is at the Detroit in a few weeks. So it might be a four and thirteen, five and twelve type of year for the Man. Bears. It's gonna it's gonna be a rough year. Let's move on to a team that is trending in the opposite direction, in the right direction, in for the, sure, in the opposite direction of the Bears. The the Cincinnati Bengals. They are now tops in the AFC, tops in the AFC North. They beat a very good Ravens so team. So shocked. So shocked. I, was, I actually picked this upset. I picked it on the show, and then you I did. also picked it. You uh, did. You called it. Uh, I bet on it, too, which was really good, too, for me. Uh, but, yeah, uh, their defense is really good. Their defensive line put pressure on Lamar Jackson all day. Lamar, even yeah. when he was trying to scramble, couldn't get away from their defensive line. They've got athletes up front. And then, of course, you go to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I mean, what Just, a connection. Wow. 200 yards receiver for Jamar. Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase is I mean, on, on pace to beat. Randy Mosses, which is our like everybody points to that. You can point to Justin Jefferson last year with the the Vikings as well. Randy Mosses, I think it was like in the two 
thousand, like three. Was it Jamar Chase, like the one that was talking about how he couldn't ha- couldn't catch a ball because it was just shaped different or whatever? Well, it was because they the white lines because the white line, he couldn't see the white lines, and 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 then now he's just going off like this. It's such a troll, that, such a what troll, a troll. What a troll. <laughs> and, but no, the, but yeah, the, what a connection. The, though. the thing that was surprising so much about Sunday was how Lamar driven this Ravens team is. They are so dependent on him. You know, only forty eight yards for the Ravens was contributed by somebody else besides Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Well, I mean, it stems from, obviously, it stems from quarterback play there. I think it's finally caught up to him a little bit that they don't have one of the four running backs they came into the season with. I think that's finally... Yeah, they're just so so injury-riddled this year. Well, they have 16 going into this game. I don't know if it was anymore. They had 16 players on injured reserve. So that's pretty crazy. They're the most injured team in the NFL. But they're still sitting at 5-2. Still a good chance to make the playoffs. Still a great team. And And they still have to play the Bengals again. They do. And obviously, they they have Mark Andrews. They have Hollywood Brown, who have been both producing a lot. LeBron Jackson's looked a lot better in the passing game. So this is nothing to, like... They're also riding. They were riding in going into this game, crazy emotional highs. They beat the Chiefs, you know, who haven't looked good, but they still that was a big game for them. Yeah. Um, I think last week, who they beat last week, Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, they they well, destroyed yeah. the Chargers. Which is honestly so shocking. They lose to yeah. the Bengals. You Again, beat one of the best team in the NFL. I think it, I think it was just a hundred percent due to like the emotional roller coaster they've been on. They beat the Colts in that Monday night game and that roller coaster of a game. They come back late and win that. They kill the Chiefs. They kill the Barely the beat Chargers. the Lions. I mean, Again, I think it's, it's just one of those very, things where they've been like this, yeah, and then yeah, this very is finally you know, they were up here for a yeah. few weeks, and now they finally that's hit That's the that. name of the game in the NFL. I mean, you're going to have great weeks. You're going to have some upsets. You're going to have off weeks that's for the, the best teams. That's so. a, as I say, it's a, kind of uh, different from college football in that yeah, most of the time you see that, all right, this team's going to win, but will they cover the 23 points? So, Unless yeah. you're UAB. But then it, yeah, in the NFL, it's in any given Sunday league. You know, right. I mean, the Lions can sneak up on anybody any time. They're competitive in every game. So it's just you. Every everybody has pros. You know, they're all pros. Do we see the Cincinnati Bengals, though, carrying through and running the table and winning this division, though? Are we are we ready so to it's say the, it's the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Bengals? Correct. Right. Yeah. And the Steelers are obviously out. I mean, at, th- at this point, you got to say the Steelers are done. Browns might be teetering on that point because of the distance that the Ravens the Browns and the have Bengals also, have well, made. Well, the Browns, the Browns have been are super injury riddled right now. It'll depend on um, for that. I guess you can argue the third spot this weekend because the Browns play the Steelers. I, I mean, right now, I say yes, but it, again, with what Tyler said, it just all comes down to wh- what what high are you on right now? Are you, what, are you what, playing? What is the Ravens up or are they down that week? Well, right? or the Bengals yeah. for that. I mean, the Bengals lost to the Bra- uh, the Bears. The Bengals lost to the Bears. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I forget I, about that. I, I, honestly, they lost to the Bears. I know. <laughs> How I, did the Chicago beat Cincinnati? That's what I'm saying, though. It's just you. It it, it the NFL it, it, is just yes, a, it's, it's a completely it's a give or take league. How are it you is. playing this yeah. week? How is your team playing this week? And then okay, you go well, well I'll, I'll just say this. Given all that, what you guys just said, at the end of the day. AFC North champion, who are you gonna take? Um, if you say right now in by week seventeen, who who you who you got winning the division? He's probably the Ravens. Probably the Ravens. Yeah, but I was I'm, I'm going to say, I'm I'm gonna gonna say, say the, the Ravens. Ravens. But again, it, I, I think the part of that depends on their um, IRs too. If they can get a running right. back back, if they can get a running like a good running back healthy, if they can get that kind of going, then I would go with the they'll Ravens. Be, they'll, they'll be yeah. They're still injury riddled and they're still you know kind of just going they're off kind of emotional highs. Yeah. If they're going on a roller coaster. I would rather have the Bengals because the Bengals are really rounding. The, you know they start off the year kind of slow and now they're rounding more into form as we go on. But 
I just don't. Yeah. I just don't trust the Bengals. I mean, that's what it comes more to down trust to. The I mean, this is a team so. you mentioned lost to the Bears, and they. I mean, remember that Thursday night game a couple weeks ago? Oh, Should have yeah. lost to the Jaguars. But we also, as I say, we also go into like you can always think of the Bengals. You always think of Marvin Lewis and yeah. never and winning a playoff it's not game the ever. Same. So. Yeah, you're and right. you also think of Andy Dalton. Team. So you know, right. it's kind of it's obviously not the same team, but that's just that's speaking of not the same team. A team what a tra- certainly, you know, Cole. This is why they pay you the big bucks. That's for those transitions. That's <laughs> the why transition they, the game transition is game good. is why they pay you the big bucks. Team that's not doing so hot right now is the Chiefs. They lose again, and you put in the rundown, and it was it's a good point, Stephen. Is this the end of the road for the Chiefs as far as their dominant run? And I I think the dominant run is already over with. Yeah. But as far as their championship window, it's getting a little bit smaller because I mean. We've seen guys who've been such big studs, quarterbacks in this league, have their primes wasted. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers by the team, just not putting enough around them. And this defense is just bad. The Chiefs defense is just horrendously bad. It's very bad. bad. They can't get any stops. And and now you add to the fact there's no running game for the Chiefs. Your, Your leading rusher on Sunday against the Titans was Mahomes. So you don't have a leading rusher. You have no defense to get Derrick Henry and the Titans offense off the field. Yeah. Derrick Henry is now throwing touchdowns <laughs> yeah. on your defense. Hey, Derrick Henry threw more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes yesterday. That's crazy. And, and, and then it's on not, top of all that, that, you have too many turnovers by the Chiefs. I mean, they're yeah. turning the ball over like crazy, and they can't get stops. It all equals Patrick losses. Mahomes. That's Patrick Mahomes does. is also not look like Patrick Mahomes. It's one of those where the defense, you know, typically when you have a good quarterback or a quarterback of his mm-hmm. caliber, you can cover up a lot of those holes. Where if you don't you have can't. a run, you can't this year. So I say where if you don't have a running game, you know, you have Patrick Mahomes. It's okay. You don't have a good defense. It's okay. Patrick Mahomes is going to put up fifty points, and you can still win those games. You don't have that to lean on. But this you know, you don't have. All. He's not no. being the perfect Patrick Mahomes that we've seen. This is the, all right. So Sunday was his. He that was Patrick Mahomes' first career game. This is just how good he's been. But first career game without 250 passing yards or a passing touchdown. Crazy. So he's had one or the other. And this he threw an interception in this game in his sixth straight game, which is his longest streak of his career. Six oh, straight just, games. It's been the Madden curse, man. I where, mean, where, Tom, where been, does this Chiefs team go from here? I mean, are, are they are they going to make the playoffs this year? I mean, is is it's is the playoffs still a hopeful route for this team? They I I think it's they getting still, really tough. For it's them. getting tight, and I honestly feel like they still have a shot if they can get it together. That's the biggest question: Can Patrick Mahomes get it together? Is it all on Patrick Mahomes? No, no that defense no. is atrocious. Let's be honest here, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, sure. Patrick Mahomes, he's going to get it together. He's obviously still one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Sometimes, like we just talked about, you have good weeks in the NFL. You have bad. And sometimes you have. He bad string weeks, together sure. some bad weeks, but. Uh, I think down the stretch, this team is going to get it together. Yeah, we'll see. I think I think they can. Uh, they have a chance to get it together this week. Uh, I believe they play. Who do they play this week? And then they have the bye. I think next week. I'm not sure. So I who think they play. they play. Let's see. This is great podcast. Wow. Do, do they, are they off this week? Yes, they are. This is okay, their bye this, week. This so is this a great, week. great okay. time for a bye week to come in. Especially, I was say, that's probably yeah, a good time for a great bye time week, yeah. for a bye week to come in. So they, can, they maybe they can get it together in the bye. Oh no, they play the Giants Monday night. We're wrong. They play wow. the Giants. Giants so Monday a, night. A good game Danny to try Dimes. and go into the Giants at yeah. home. Giants at home. Giants are really bad on the road. Right. So you have so you a have good a, chance to go into the bye week. Maybe a dub. Good and get chance. Some kind of guys healthy. Good and chance. So I think I think you can kind of get back into into shape this week. Let's we'll we'll have to see though Monday night. 
So let's move on to speaking of games coming up. Let's move on to our college football week nine. Let's speed through this guy. Let's give our picks short reason why and move on to the next guy. So coming up, we have number 10. We have some good games this week. We've gone through two weeks stretch of not so good games that turned out to be kind of good. But this week we actually have sneaky good. This week we actually have really good games. We have number 10 Ole Miss coming to Auburn. Number 18 Auburn. Auburn is a three point favorite. Oof. I don't Oof. like Auburn as a favorite. I would really, 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 really like Auburn if they were underdogs. I don't like them being a favorite in this yeah. game. So I'm going to go with Ole Miss because they're only because Auburn's a favorite in this game. I'm 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 done picking against Auburn because I've done that too many times <laughs> this year and they've proved me wrong. So I'm actually going to take Auburn in this game and I think they will cover. I, I think Bo Nix will play just as good enough and I think Tank Bixby has a huge game if against Auburn, this Ole If Miss Auburn's defense. plus three, completely changes my yeah, mind. Yeah, I'm, no. like, I'm all over Auburn. I'm like, or uh, yeah, I'm all over Auburn if Auburn's plus three. I see that minus sign. Don't like it at all, Ole Miss. I like the Tigers. Yeah, I think I think the public is huge on Ole Miss. Uh, it's really going to come down to that running game and the time of possession with Tank Bigsby because that Ole Miss defense is struggling Awful. bad. Awful has to run. So yeah. uh, I kind of this this one's like really tough, guys. Uh, but I think I'm gonna go with Auburn just because you just can't have a defense like Ole Miss has and win a ton of football games. I don't think That's so true. either. That's I true. Think you're but right. Auburn's That's Auburn's point. offense has looked a little yeah. bit better lately. Again. I could they definitely have. see Auburn winning this. I just don't like the minus sign. Yeah. Don't like it. That's understandable. Uh, just because they're the favorites. Exactly. Steve doesn't like them. That's, that's the reason why. I, that matters. Favorites, <laughs> not because they're the better team. Favorites or not. and underdogs matter. Okay. They're underdogs, all for Auburn. Yeah. At number 20, Penn State at number five, Ohio State. So we've been talking wow, about they these. Fell from, they fell hard, didn't they? they at number 20. Wow. Number seven and number hard. 20. We've been talking about this kind of slate for the Big Ten coming up, Cole, for a few weeks now about how the Big Ten is going to equal itself out. Obviously, we thought Penn State would be only one loss going into this game. They're not. They're two losses, so they're kind of out of the race here. But Penn State goes to Ohio State, the shoe. Ohio State's an 18.5 point favorite. I like Ohio State, but I do not like them to cover 18.5 too many points. I think it's a lot of points, but I, I mean, I think Penn State's just, they're really bad. They're playing Ohio their State's, worst Ohio football State's right now. Ohio State is playing really good right Ohio, now. But the one strength Penn State has going is their defense. Oh, the one weakness that. You mean the defense that just gave up 365 yards rushing to Illinois? <laughs> they gave up 10 points. And re- not counting the nine overtimes, they gave up 10 points. But this Ohio State team can score, Steven. This that's, is a different that's very animal. Different, completely different. I got animal. Ohio State and I got them covering. This okay. Part. Wow. You got them covering? I, do. I don't have okay, the 18 and a half. I think this Ohio State team is points. playing their best football right now. No, this is, uh, this is an interesting game. Penn State struggling bad. How are they going to recover? That is going to be the biggest question. Can James Franklin get be this focused. team together <laughs> Cannot and be not be distracted, as Steven says. <laughs> I, think, I think this Ohio State team is on a roll. I think they win this game, but I do not think they cover. Yeah, I'm with Tyler. I think they win, but I do not think they cover. I think they're the better team for sure, but Penn State's got a strength of defense, and Ohio State's weakness is their defense. Defense. Penn State has a chance Sean to score. Sean Clifford's got to play better. Right. He does. The, the we'll offensive see. line has to play better. That too. Uh, so number one, Georgia, the 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 biggest outdoor cocktail party. Is that right? Yeah, the biggest outdoor uh, cocktail party. That's number it. one, Georgia Florida, yeah. versus Florida. Obviously played in Jacksonville. Georgia's a fourteen point favorite. I like Georgia in the points. Give them all to me. I picked Georgia. I picked against Georgia. I won with Kentucky, but that was on a two. Hey, second. this is a clo- this is a closer spread than the other ones have been. That so was. you can actually take this one. This that is fourteen I'll points. Take the 14. It's just two scores. I'll take Georgia in the four. But this is the last chance to really be upset in the rest of the season. Well, call me crazy, Stephen. But I no no don't no not too crazy. Oh, I, I still like Georgia call to me win. Crazy. <laughs> I still like Georgia to win. But I think Florida's ability to be multiple with their looks on offense and their pass rush on defense is just enough. They're going to keep this game closer than 14 points. I think they give the dogs a real scare this week. First time this year, 
31 20. I like the dogs, but it's really close. Close. Close match. Closer than close. experts close. say. Close. Huh? Okay. I like, uh, I think Florida gives them a test. I okay. think Georgia hasn't, that defense is great. Don't, I mean, I'm not undermining them at all, but I think uh, Florida's going to test that Georgia defense and they get their Dan real Mullen, test. Dan one of the best play callers in college football. Exactly. They get their real test of the yep. season. And uh, is Anthony Richardson going to start? He, he has already said that both quarterbacks will play. Yeah, they're they're going to utilize that. him a lot in yeah. this game. I think so. You uh, have to. You got yeah. to. Have yeah, to. Absolutely. He's a playmaker. I, I I don't like Georgia's offense. I'll I'll tell think, you that, guys. I think that leading into this game, it's going to be one of those things where everybody's going to hype up Florida so much that Georgia's going to get into the ear that can they're hyping Florida, up Florida find a big play. It's gonna it's gonna be can two. It's gonna be two where this is again. If this is Georgia's last chance to really be upset before the SEC championship game, so I think that everybody's going to be hyping up Florida a little bit. I think Georgia's going to get in the ear. That's why I like Georgia in points. Give me 30-24, Georgia. All right, so y'all both got uh, Georgia winning, Florida covering. Number six, Michigan at number eight, Michigan State. This is the big game. Michigan is a a four-and-a-half point favorite. I really don't know what way I want to pick here. I think This is a hard game to pick because we really don't know a lot about either team. Michigan State hasn't been – Michigan's been they played better. a bunch of nobodies. Really. Michigan State's played a bunch of nobodies, and they played them close. They have they not. Have. They have not. Blown and Michigan's at least put teams away that they've played. I will go Michigan, but I will not have them covering. So it's a very close game. I will. I'll go that in between there. Michigan wins, but they do not. You guys cover. know Jim Harbaugh has not won a top ten matchup since he's been at Michigan. He has not beaten a. You know, top I probably team. knew that, but I didn't. This I, you don't is think a about it. huge game for Jim Harbaugh. Huge game. These yeah. next few games are huge for him. Mel Tucker's done a great job, great job. at Sparty, yeah. but I'm I'm with you. I think I think Michigan just a little bit better than Michigan State, not by much. Plus, well, plus just Michigan's, a little bit Michigan's strength is their defense. Michigan State's strength is their run game. So yeah. I mean, if you have Michigan stops that run, then Michigan State's going to be out of this game in a hurry. I got Michigan winning and covering. Kenneth Michigan's Walker for Michigan State has done a great job this year in the backfield. And like you said, Cole, Mel Tucker, great job. He might be, you know, in the – Maybe uh, coach of the year. Maybe coach of the year. And maybe uh, LSU considers them next year for uh, their sure. open position. Uh, I I like Michigan in this game. I think they uh, – I think it's close. They, I mean, this is a tough game to predict, but I kind of like uh, the Both Wolverines teams kind of do the out. same you, thing. You they, they both want to run yeah. the ball yeah. and play good uh, defense. We'll spread yeah. on it again. Four and a half. Four, Four and, and a half. half. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think they cover. I see. Yeah. Okay, so I have Michigan not covering. Y'all both have Michigan and covering. The last game, I'll put this one on there because it has some implications, actually. Number nine, Iowa at Wisconsin. If Wisconsin wins this game, they can still win the Big Ten. That's that 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 that's insane. Because that they're, both in the, they're both in the that's West. Insane. Because Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State are yeah. all in the East. Is Wisconsin favored in this game? Wisconsin is that favored is, in this oh game. My it is at Wisconsin. Oh Wisconsin is a three and a half point favorite. These are teams that like to do the exact same thing. They, they are. like to play they bully are, ball for sure. Iowa is obviously just better at it so far. Uh, so I mean, I like I like Iowa. I think that this is the only reason uh, Wisconsin's favored is they still have a chance. So I think that it's still yeah, a chance no. in the Big Ten West. Wisconsin then, is a mess. Iowa is going to win this game big time. Iowa, Iowa wins. I don't know about great, big time. This but. is a great game to pick money line, though. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. that Wisconsin's favorite. A lot of value there. All right, let's move on to the NFL real quick here. We'll just give our picks really quick. We don't even have to give an explanation. You know, it's okay if you don't give an explanation. You just like a team, you like a team. Packers at Cardinals. This is a Thursday night game. This is probably the best Thursday night game we're oh, going to yeah, get all sure. season. Arizona's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I like the Cardinals because they're at home. And I, you know what? I'll take them to cover. 
I don't know no why. Reason. I don't know why I have that feeling, but I have a feeling Aaron Rodgers is going to have one of those vintage Aaron Rodgers games. And this is the, one of the best Thursday night football games I've seen in a couple saying, of years. It's a really good saying. Thursday night game. Packers win and upset the undefeated Cardinals. It's going to be tough. Devontae Adams, COVID. Oh, yeah. Devontae Adams has that Alan COVID. Alan Lazard, COVID. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh. Both, yeah, he is both out. receivers out. He is out. Still like the Packers? I do. Wait, I still, even I, without? I, I knew all this. Yeah. Okay. I still like them. Okay. I, 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 I like do. the Packers in this game, but it's not because of Aaron Rodgers, because of the running game with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. All right. Panthers at fa- Cardinals covering? No. <laughs> Cardinals covering? Panthers. Or, excuse me, Packers. So, well, uh, obviously. 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 Sorry. No. Sorry, guys. Uh, Panthers at the Falcons. The Falcons are three-point favorites. I like the Falcons. Panthers are kind of a mess right now. Sam Darnold's been bad. I like the Falcons. They're kind of trending up a little bit. They've been winning their last few games. Falcons cover. Falcons are the better team, and they're the hotter team. Falcons win. Yeah, Falcons. All right. Falcons cover? Yes. Yes. I was right on that one. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 49ers at the Bears. San Francisco is a three-point favorite. I kind of grossly, I kind of like the Bears. It's gross, but I kind of like the Bears. It's like, I don't this like it. It's going to be an you know ugly. What I'm didn't you, didn't you call the Bears game. one in oh two gosh. weeks ago? Who'd they play two weeks ago? They played, uh, God, or was it the Packers you predicted? Yes, it was the Bears Packers. I said the Bears might. Oh, okay. I said the Bears sneaky might, but they obviously did yeah, not. Oh, right. well, it was close until Aaron Rodgers ran that in at right. the end of the game and said, I it own was. you. So <laughs> This might be the most unwatchable game of the week. I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Bears just because Jimmy G looked horrendous in that Sunday night football game. Granted, it was very rainy and stormy, similar to that St. Seahawks game, but Jimmy G looked bad. Granted, Justin Fields did too, but I like the Bears. They can run the ball. And Colts showed that they you can run the ball on the 49ers. And, oh. hey, Bears like to run you the like ball. You like your Bears, Tyler? No, I like San Francisco. I think I they won by 10. There we go. I San like Francisco. San Francisco as well. Bucks at the Saints. This is a big game for the Saints, uh, Cole. This is a big game for the NFC South as well. So, yep. uh, I, Bucks are five-point favorites. I like the Bucks. They're rolling right now. Yeah, They're playing great. It's tough to beat. I think yeah, they get Antonio Brown back this week, too, uh, from an ankle injury. I don't. When's Gronk coming back? Is he back? I don't know. They're kind of, like, weird about him. I think they're honestly just saving him for the playoffs. I, 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 don't, I don't think we'll <laughs> I don't, see I don't blame him either. I don't, I don't know if we'll he's going to play or not, but we'll see. I like the Bucks. I like the Bucks to cover. The Saints didn't look good against the Seahawks, who are struggling right now. The Bucks have been rolling. Yeah. Call it blind faith or just me being a homer <laughs> but i'm i'm going to take the saints to make it close i still think the bucks win but i don't think they win it by five i think by a field goal the bucks win Tyler? okay I, I like the bucks minus five i already hammered this to be honest with you uh <laughs> so i think it's going to grow uh closer to game time and we'll probably see like minus seven but okay. I, I locked yeah, in minus five, five. It's be tough. So. it'll be tough for the saints to cowboys win this at the vikings the vikings are a weird team right now because they're i think they're three and three but they've they lost two of the games very close should have won them yeah so they're a weird team right now you can't really go off their record dallas is a two and a half point favorite in this this game i mean the cowboys have been rolling but the vikings sneaky good tough out sneaky good um, tough out sneaky tough good. out um i'll go with the cowboys but i that's that's not a this is my probably least confident game i don't the, you know dallas is probably the hottest one of the hottest teams in the nfl and probably one of my potential dark horse teams to win the super bowl i i got them winning for sure i mean right. I, they're, okay. they're much better than the vikings i yeah. actually think the cowboys are the best team in the league right now uh, so overall, take yeah, there, probably but, so. But yeah, overall. I like the Cowboys in this game to cover. I agree. And that's our NFL picks. That's our NFL our, picks. And our college football picks. Now we we, can ran, move we went on. through that. How about that? As, there we go. There we that go. Went great. through it quick. Now we can go on to our World Series talk. We got to talk some World Series. As you see, Tyler has his Braves hat on. I have my Braves hat on. Cole does not have I his Braves mine. hat on, but he has one. He has one, people. It'll go on for game time. He allegedly has one. Allegedly, he has one. So, um, 
we can just start off the bat, Cole. Um, we were very wrong. We were very wrong about that. Uh, last but series, hey, yes. you know, you prepare for the worst, hope for the best, right? That's prepare it. Prepare for the worst, right. hope for the best. That's uh, it. Very wrong, though. Braves end up winning the, uh, against the Dodgers since we last spoke. To I you. like being proved wrong when that's I the case. Too. I'm it. okay with Love being it. proved wrong. Love it. I'll make a hundred of those videos making fun of ourselves. <laughs> well, a hundred percent vouch for that. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, if it takes us predicting them to lose the World Series, we'll do that uh, too. We'll do it. Yeah. Pro- prove don't, us wrong. Don't tempt us. Wrong. Don't, don't tempt us. Yeah, don't tempt us. So, was wrong. Uh, Braves World Series game was last night, game one. Uh, the Braves take game one, but they lose Charlie Morton. We already talked about that in my whiskey. And then game two is actually tonight. Uh, first pitch, I believe, is at 7.09. The Braves has Max Freed pitching. I don't know who's pitching for the Astros. Jose Urquidy? Urquidy? Or it's U-R-Q-U-I-D-Y. I'll you, go you, with, you go with however you want to pronounce I that. I like it. But his I name's like Jose. I think he was like a 20-game winner in the season. He, he obviously was pretty good. Yeah, well, obviously. Obviously better he than... to the World Series. Hopefully he's better than the game one pitcher who got... Valdez got picked apart yeah. in the first true. three innings by That's the Braves. True. My so we'll see, goodness. So we'll see this game two, obviously, in Houston. Who y'all got? To, who y'all like? The Braves are so hot right now. They the bats. are. They it's are. ridiculous. But at some I'll, point, those bats are good for the Astros are going to break out, right? They hope, have to. They hope so. We'll they see. They have to. I like they, the Braves tonight. This, uh, we got to think, too. So I got a couple of stats that are that are not good stats. I don't like them. They're bad stats, but I have them. So I have to, to say them. So the Braves to obviously take game one of the World Series. They are two and four in uh, World Series games after winning game one. Huh. <sighs> I don't like that. Series. That's series wins. What about game right. two, two and four? Yeah. <laughs> what about game two? So, uh, that <laughs> is the, that's to. the worst uh, by any franchise that has won game one multiple times. Honestly. It's a World Series. Like, they are two and four in the series. Yeah. So, not just next games. They are two and four in the series. So, not great. And then uh, the other stat I have is uh, Jorge Soler is the first player to hit a home run in the first plate appearance of a World Series ever. He's also the first designated hitter to home run out of the leadoff spot in World Series history. Wow. He's wow. also Good the, job fifth, for Jose. the fifth player to hit a leadoff home run in game one of the World Series and first since 2017. Very nice. Hey, hey I mean... The- Good set for you. That's that. The Braves have some <laughs> have a lot going for them, but Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, and Carlos Correa all were zero of twelve at the plate last night. That's the, yeah. That's not going to happen. Tonight, it's just not going to happen. I that's, think I you're think, not going to have that happen again in Game Two. I, There's I, no me, way. Tyler and I were talking about it a little bit before the show. I, I think the Braves really have to rely on their bullpen, especially now with Charlie Morton gone. You're really going to have to rely on your bullpen going more innings than expected. So you got to you, you got great innings from Luke Jackson, AJ Minter, and Tyler Matzik though last also night. Also, not going to happen. Great, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got you got great innings, but you also they pitch longer than they normally would too. Yeah. So you go yeah. into that thing of you're getting uh, you're getting relievers more tired than you want to. So Tyler likes the Braves. Do you in like series the or the game? no, no game two. I like him, I like him tonight. Yeah, he likes them tonight. Do you like them in game two? I think Freed is the better pitcher, especially in the postseason right now. Um, I think it all depends on how long Freed can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we saw the last time he, we saw him was game five versus the Dodgers, and he kind of got picked apart a little bit. Four, yeah. four earned runs on him there. Uh, oof. I it would be cra- I don't think the Braves are going to win tonight, just because it would be crazy for the Braves to take both games in Houston and then have three games. That at would home. be insane if they do take a two zero lead and go back for three games in Atlanta. The Braves, the Braves are the hotter team right now. But uh, you look at you look at what happened with the Red Sox and the Astros, and you look at that game one stat I just gave you. The, the Braves have been typically good in game one of the World Series. If you go back in their history, obviously it's different teams now. Uh, but then you look at what the Astros did to the Red Sox after the Red Sox kind of took a. 2-1 series lead there, and you see what they did the next three games. I, I think the Astros come alive a little bit tonight. 
I think that it doesn't probably happen until after Freed leaves the game, but I think they come alive kind of in the later innings. The relievers get a little bit tired, and then we'll see what Ian Anderson can do when the Braves go back home. I like the Astros, and I hope I'm wrong, yeah. but I but I prepare for, some for the worst, hope for the best. <laughs> for some reason, I think the Astros take Game Two, and somehow the Braves will have to find a way. So let's go our three let's go our Atlanta. series predictions. So. I'll go Braves and six. Braves and six. I like Braves and six too. I like I th- that. See, I'm about to say Braves in, in probably six or seven. I'll go seven. Just Braves and seven. One. Okay, Braves, Braves and six, seven. Braves and six, Braves and seven. Hey, we all want them to win. We all want them to do good. Let's move on to our uh, wrap-up of our show. We are each are, have our own segments here at Under Review if you're joining us for the first time. Cole's Doghouse. Let's get your, who's in your doghouse and had our doghouse do last week? Well, we were one and one last week. The okay. Broncos fall short to the Browns somehow. and then But the Colts do beat the Niners, so we, are, we went one and one last week. We're going to swap back to college football. We went to NFL last week. We'll go to college football this time. And we're going to put the Texas Longhorns as our dog team. They're underdog this week. They're three-point dogs on the road at Baylor. Take out two blowout wins against Texas Southern and Kansas. The Bears have looked kind of, you know, just okay this year. Not too great. Texas has been phenomenal on third down this season. The Bears have been one of the worst teams in college football on third down. So if Texas can stay on the field and kind of extend those drives, you know, kind of put some points on the board. When they give up 200 yards on the ground, 0-3. When they don't, they're 4-0. So, hey, the recipe for success for Steve Steve uh, Steve Steve Sarkeesian in Texas is just, you know, holding under 200 yards rushing. Right. So I think Texas is going to win the game against Baylor. So that's okay. my doghouse pick this week. Okay, I like it. I like it. Yep. So for my stat, my stat questionnaire that it, again we're still workshopping, um, still in the test test phases of of the name, uh, but <laughs> my stat question uh, of the day. We're gonna move to basketball. Uh, we didn't really talk about basketball. Obviously, there's a lot in football going on. We got the World Series going on. Hockey is also going on. Basketball is going on. It kind of falls to the wayside when you got all this good stuff going on. Basketball is going on. Uh, the Warriors, I believe they're 4-0 now, so they're uh, off to a 4-0 start. Steph Curry is now has a three-pointer in 128 straight games. 128. That's crazy. That breaks a tie with who for the second longest streak of all time? Ray Allen. No. J.J. Reddy. Really? No. Oh, those would have been my first Kyle two Corver. guesses, too. Kyle Corver. Is it oh, Kyle Corver? Really? Kyle Corver. Now, who owns the longest streak with 157 games? 157 games in a row of hitting a three. Reggie Miller? No. No? Oh, I know this. I know this. That's uh mm, Wow. I that's a lot of games. It, it, is it either one of the guys he already named? Is it Ray Allen is that or Kyle JJ Corver? Reddick? No. It's not no. Kyle Corver too, no. is it? No? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea, Steve. Seth is Curry. It? He wow. broke his own record. He broke his own record. Okay, he okay, now owns yeah. one and two. Wow, that's, crazy. That, that's insane. So he's he's gotten the record twice now. That's he does awesome. well. He has the he has the number one with 157 straight games. Then right now he just has the he has the second most with 128. So he owns both one and two there. And Kyle, or I guess he's tied with Kyle Corver for two. Insane. Steph Curry, one of the best shooters we've Pretty ever crazy. seen all time. Maybe the might greatest. Be, might be MVP. Maybe the might be, MVP might be MVP favorite right yeah. now. So Tyler, what you got for your picks? Last week we went two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Uh, we took Wake Forest minus three, San Great Jose. Pick. Yeah, thank no, you. Did you see that Wake Forest only had the ball for like 14 minutes and they scored 70 points? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, that that game was nuts. <laughs> How many points? It was like... Uh, 70 to 56 was the final score. Yeah, that's crazy. So that Yeah, that's I would insane. love to take the over in that game. What Do you know what the over-under was set on that, for that game? Uh, 
I think it was around like 55. Really? So both teams. Wow. Both teams just broke the over by themselves. Both teams broke the over by themselves. Wow. All right. Go ahead with your But we're 12 and 3 on the season. So on fire so far. In fuego. In fuego. But uh, I, I like San Diego State. They play Saturday night late game. Uh, I like them to win and cover. Uh, San Diego State plays Fresno State, by the way. Uh, they're favored by one. So in this, San Diego State's favored. No, yeah, San Diego State's favored. So almost in a pick 'em, I am picking San Diego State to cover. And then the other game, what other game do I have written now? Ah, yes, Kentucky <laughs> plays Mississippi State. Oh, uh, I looked at this game. Yeah, this, yeah. this is an interesting game. Interesting game here. I think it's in it's Starkville, be, correct? Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a good game, too. Uh, I like Kentucky in this game. Minus one and a half to cover. Kentucky 6-1 and one against the spread on the year. So Sneaky good. Kentucky Sneaky to good. cover? I like Kentucky it. Kentucky to cover. I like it. Well, that will wrap up our show. Great show as always, boys. Great show, show as always. Y'all go follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook. Uh, go see us live on YouTube. If you didn't catch us live tonight, it will obviously be on Facebook for you to go watch, on YouTube for you to go watch, and they will be posting content this weekend on Instagram, and we'll be live wherever you listen to your podcast. If you don't want to watch us live, you listen to us in your car, whatever else, go, 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 go check Braves. Us, go check us out on uh, wherever you get your podcast, and go Braves, people. Go, go Braves. Braves. Chop on, baby. Chop on.